0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 132, season six. And today's date is May 28th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. Uh, I have an interesting program to uh, talk about. It's about my memories of watching Charlie Chan movies on WGN TV, Channel 9 in Chicago. Uh, I watched those in the 70s and the 80s. Also, I'll talk about uh, Sinclair, uh, the Sinclair Oil Corporation, uh, the gas stations. Uh, Just to make a note, they're still in business, but they are not here in Chicago. They were here, so I'll discuss about that and my memories of that uh, particular gas station and and maybe some more uh, things I will discuss with you. Right now, we're going to a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Chippo's Potato Chips, another potato chip ad. Uh, I don't think they make these anymore. So uh, here's a commercial from 1973. Enjoy, everybody.
1: If I asked you, does one potato chip taste better than another? You'd say, nah, you taste one, you've tasted them all. And if I said, "Uh uh-huh, the Chippo's taste better and I can prove it, you'd say, prove it. Ordinary potato chips fry in oil about two to three minutes, leaving this behind, oil. Chippo's are fashioned from dried potatoes and flesh fried. Look, less oil on the outside. So if you taste less oil, you've got to taste more potato chip.
0: Okay, everybody, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Chippo's. Uh, I remember this brand. Uh... They don't make them anymore. I haven't seen it. So, uh, you know, there were a lot of competition in those days. Probably still is with potato chips. Uh, I said this on a previous episode. uh, There were all kinds. I remember like Lay's Pringles, uh, you know, like that, uh, still around. And, uh, you know, right now they have kettle cooked and all that. I don't particularly care for it. (laughs) So, Also, Jay's potato chips, you know. I might talk about that someday. That'd be fun. I know, they're still made, but not like in Chicago. They were delicious, you know. And they they had a plant on the south side at 100th Street and 99th and Cottage Grove. And everyone remembers the sign and that. And once I posted a photo on my Facebook page, oh, people loved it. You know, they loved that. It's one of their favorite uh, photos. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I'm, I said that I will talk about my memories of watching Charlie Chan movies on WGN tv Channel Nine in Chicago, and also talk about the Sinclair uh, Oil Corporation. Okay, so for Charlie Chan, I will discuss how his origin, how we got, who wrote him. You know, it was based on a character, uh, based on some novels and uh, some trivia, and uh, about the character today. Okay. And, uh, so we'll start off, uh, in the beginning and, uh, let's, here we go. And Charlie Chan is a, uh, fictional Honolulu police detective. And it was created by the author Earl Durr, Durr Biggers, Durr, D D R R (laughs) And it was a series of mystery novels. And, um, let's see. And, uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that was based, uh, it was a Kong police detective and, uh, it was based, uh, loosely based on a, on a detective. His name was Chang Apana. You uh, know, and, uh, and, uh, most of the stories fe- that featured Charlie Chan was, he traveled around the world and he investigated mysteries and solved crimes. Just like Jessica Fletcher on Murray she wrote, which I bought a DVD <laughs> Yesterday of the entire cities. I can't wait to watch it because I used to watch the show in the eighties every Sunday night, right after 60 minutes. You know, it's good to revisit that. I haven't seen it in years. So it's going to be fun. Okay. And uh, let's see. uh He's, he also started uh, a lot of movies and uh, he, for the first movie he, he made began in 1926, but he was a supporting character. Not a main character, and uh, so he was. uh, But he caught on, and they were uh, the uh, they were silent movies at first. So I'm going to read off the movies, Uh, not all of them, but uh, but he was very um, polite and uh, very shrewd, you know. And uh, the moment he would see when a murder committed, he knew right away. You know, he had that keen sense. And the character was uh, featured in uh, a few radio programs, television shows, and the comic books. Okay, and uh, so the character it started in 1919, a long time ago. And the first and the first novel was called "The House Without a Key." And Biggers wrote six novels. So it was "The House Without a Key," "The Chinese Parrot." Behind the Curtain, The Black Camel, Charlie Chan carries on and Keeper of the Keys. Now, uh, a few of those novels were adapted to the movies. And I'll read off the movies. And uh, the first film that featured Charlie Chan, he was not the main character. He was a supporting character. And it was The House Without a Key. And uh, that's debuted in 1926. It was like a 10 chapter serial, you know, like uh, in the old days, I don't know. A lot of people know that today, but in the old days, when you went to the movies, you would watch, uh, serials like every Saturday morning and kids, uh, that's not like fun. And then it was like a soap opera, but you, you don't watch it on TV. You go to the theater and watch that. And then, uh, you're hooked on it. And then you wait for the next, next week to see what happens. And the first actor that portrayed him, his name was George Kuwa, And he was not Chinese. He was Japanese. And uh, the second movie was The Chinese Parrot. Okay. That was uh, the second novel. And that starred uh, Kamiyama Sojin, another Japanese uh, actor. And he was a supporting ca- character. But, you know, they at the time they thought that, mm, he wasn't portrayed very well, and uh, so in 1929, the uh, 20th Century Fox uh, started another movie called Behind the Curtain, and that was the third novel. And this time was not Jap- The actor was not Japanese. He was Korean. <laughs> His name was Yeo Park. That's enough. That's funny. And uh, the funny thing is, he only appeared in the last 10 minutes of the film, which is, I don't know, you feel cheated <laughs> like that. And, the, and now the next uh, actor that played was War, Warren, Warner Oland. And he was not Japanese. He was Swedish. And that was interesting. And uh, that was based on the fifth novel, Charlie Chan Carries On. That was his first movie. And it was started in 1931 and that took off and uh, that became popular. He also played uh, Fu Manchu in an early film. He was a, uh, he was an evil uh, villain. And then uh, also uh, he had his number one son, and that was Lee Chan. And uh, that was portrayed uh, by Key Luke. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce the name. But I used to see him all the time on television. He was a supporting actor. Wonderful man. And it got got popular. It really did. That, that took off. Okay. And there were more movies. And, uh, and it, as time went on, it was very popular. Also, uh, let's see. Yeah. I think there was another actor. Yes. Uh, there was, uh, let's see now. Uh, the other actor, um, was Sidney Toler and, uh, he was not Chinese. He was, uh, he was a European actor. Uh, I don't know where he is from. Uh, but uh, he portrayed him. But, you know, I saw a picture of him without his makeup or like that. He looked like a normal person. You know, it's uh, you couldn't tell like that. No, I couldn't tell. But uh, but he played the whale. But like the movies that I saw, I, I like Warner all and better. He was great. He was wonderful. But Sidney Taylor played a lot of uh, movies in the 40s. And uh, he stopped doing that in about 1949. And then uh, there was uh, a TV movie. That it was called The Return of Charlie Chan, but that was played by Ross Martin, who uh, who played uh, Artemis Gordon on Wild Wild West. <laughs> I never saw that. I want to see it. That sounds interesting. I think it's on YouTube. And the last one was Charlie Chan and the Curse of the Dragon Queen. And that was portrayed by Peter Ustinov, the Turkish actor. Yeah, I never saw that at all. Well, I don't know. So anyway, um, believe it or not, the first two movies, uh, The House Without a Key and The Chinese Parrot, they were silent movies. And they're considered lost. Uh, they can't find them. And the so, the first sound movie that uh, started with E.L. Park is Behind the Curtain. And that's the first sound. But there were others. Um, then the last one, Charlie Chang, carries on. That was the first movie that starred Warner, Warner Orland. But it's considered a loss, which is a shame. You know, that would have been great to see the first movie. All these movies are on DVD. They were the Charlie Chan Collection. I think they come in three volumes. So, and there were some that are lost. Some are uh, found. The last movie that starred uh, Olin was uh, Charlie Chan and Monte Carlo. It was in 1937, and then uh, Sydney Toller uh, took over the role. And uh, those uh, are movie. They're on film. And uh, I here's my memories of the watching the movie. Uh, it used to be shown on Channel 9 on Sunday, on Sundays in the afternoon, and it alternated with the Sherlock Holmes movies that starred Basil Roth- Rathbone. But before that, it was aired in the 60s on Monday nights at 8 o'clock, and it was hosted by Basil Rathbone, who played Sherlock Holmes. And some people remember that, and they, they alternate at night, and that took up. They were very popular. They were wonderful. And they showed both uh, – the Charlie Chan movies, they showed both actors – uh, with their movies, probably all of them, and also, you know, Sherlock Holmes movies. But most people remember on Sunday, on Sundays, they look forward to that. I think it was like maybe after the ball game, maybe before the ball game, you know, the Cubs were playing. And I remember that. And it was, uh, that's a lot of fun. That's a wonderful feeling, you know, it was comforting. It really was. And, uh, over time, they used to show them on cable and all that. But then, uh, times have changed and you know the uh the asian um community complained about it because uh it was portrayed charlie chan was portrayed the uh, stereotypical it was not very favorable i can understand that you know but uh to me you know the asian people are wonderful you know they're kind polite educated i love their cuisine they're wonderful people wonderful and uh I don't know if they showed these in China. They probably did. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe during the commune, if they were communists. I don't think they did. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so uh, the character was shown on Radio 2, and um, they had voice uh, actors, you know, radio actors that play that. And uh, also they had a TV series. It was called The New Adventures of Charlie Chan. That starred J. Carol Nash. I think he played Lu- Life with Luigi, <laughs> on TV, and uh, I never seen that. Maybe I could find it on YouTube. And it was syndicated in 39 episodes, and then it was cancelled. Uh, it didn't do very well. First of all, they filmed it in England, and he was uh, not in the United States. He was in London. That was very odd. I remember that. And then in the 1970s, they did, Hanna-Barbera created an anime series called The Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan, which I love this theme song. And uh, Key Luke who played the number one son, he did the voice, uh, you know, he did the voice of Charlie and uh, his vocabulary was more expanded. And uh, that was wonderful, you know, and uh, the, the TV shows on DVD. I haven't bought it yet, but I like to do that. And uh, that was, uh, that's an interesting, uh, I remember the lunchbox, (laughs) somebody had a lunchbox at school with that. and It looked kind of cool. Okay. Over the years, you know, the movies haven't been shown, but I don't, I don't think TCM plays them or Fox. Uh, you don't see them, but I wish they did. But uh, the Fox did start like the Fox uh, cable channel. These start showing it, but they put like a disclaimer, you know, which is glad in there. I saw a, a, um, they, we were going to play a movie marathon about it, but, uh, but there was one special group that protested. They didn't want them to air. But then uh, eventually they calmed down. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, were okay. But, you know, that's like with Gone with the Wind and other movies at that point. But, you know, this is historical. Anyway, but uh Chan is sort of historical, but it's entertaining. But, you know, you would see it as entertainment, not to make a message like that. So that's fun to me. They're wonderful films, you know. And uh, they did, uh, you know, because uh, I remember in, during the movies they would they uh, they would say they mentioned Confucius and his uh, philosophy and all that. That's kind of they used to do this on television a lot, like that. So uh, I had, I don't have the movies on DVD, but maybe someday I'll buy them just for you know at my own convenience, you know. I doubt any protesters will come to my house because I have playing the movies in, on my DVD player. <laughs> just watch in the privacy of your own home, you know. You know, but he was a uh, Chinatown is a very uh historical character, you know, and uh so uh I can understand people's uh you know, their disappointment in that, but uh he's just a movie. He's just a character. He's not a real person like that. And uh, But, you know, I, I enjoyed talking about the memories of that, you know, because of the movie. And uh, someday I will talk about Sherlock Holmes, about the movies I watch, which I enjoy, in a later episode. That would be fun. Okay. Right now I will talk about uh, the Sinclair Oil Corporation, Sinclair, Sinclair Gas Station. <laughs> and they were in Chicago for quite a long time like 40s, 50s and 60s and then uh they went away. And uh not people remember the uh mascot the di- uh the dinosaur. I don't know. Yeah, I think his name was Dino and he was a bronze source you know, like that. And uh before I get started, I'm going to play a commercial from 1963 and this is about the uh the giveaway for the inflatable Dino. Do you remember that? It was like a doll, you know, and you, you know, you put it in your swimming pool or your home, you know, those are collectibles. If you find them on eBay, uh, good luck. So here's a commercial from 1963 about the Sinclair inflatable toy dinosaur. Here we go. Who
1: swims and slides like little boys. The Sinclair dino playmate. Who's soft and smiles at little girls the Sinclair Dino Playmate. Get one at the sign of the Sinclair Dinosaur. It's nearly four feet long. A durable, inflatable toy offered by your friendly Sinclair dealer. Regular $3.98 value, only $1.89. You can read to your Dino Playmate. Tip his hat. Shake his hand. Have all kinds of fun. Get one at the sign of the Sinclair Dinosaur. The Dino Playmate. Life of the party. Great as a gift. Your friendly Sinclair dealer has them now or he'll give you a coupon to order by mail. Get the Dino Playmate. Only $1.89. They're going fast, so hurry down. Everyone wants a Dino Playmate. Remember, your friendly Sinclair dealer says, drive with care and buy Sinclair.
0: Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. This was from 1963, the Sinclair... uh gasoline commercial that had the Dino Playmate uh, inflatable doll and it was uh, only $1.89 with a $3.98 value. It's kind (laughs) of cute. I wish I had that. He's adorable. He really is. Anyway, uh, Sinclair Gas Station, I don't remember seeing on the south side, but I have a photo on my file uh, that I posted on Chicago land and uh, is it was a photo of someone's father? He, I think he owned his gas station. This was at 103rd Street and State Street on the Roseland area, Roseland neighborhood. And it was like in the 50s. And that looked kind of cool like that. And there were other couple fo- there were other couple of photos uh, located in Sinclair. Uh, one was in the the River North area. I got that. And also there was one in Skokie. Oh no, I don't know what street, I think Nile Center Road, 9th Ninth, Ninth Center Road, somewhere, and it was like taken in the early 60s, that looked cool, that looked very nice, and uh, people, you know, every time I post about Sinclair Oil, they say, oh no, it's still there in business, yes, I know it is, but it's, I'm talking about Chicago, I'm talking about here, you know, there are businesses that I post that don't exist in Chicago, but I know they exist elsewhere, like Jack in the Box. I understand. You know, that's, uh, that's what I'm in focus. But, you know, people like to point out. <laughs> so I'll give you a little history about this uh, com- about this company. Uh, it was founded by Harry F. Sinclair on May 1st, 1916. And uh, originally it was uh, based in New York, but then it moved to Wyoming. In 1976, and it featured a silhouette of a large green dinosaur, you know. And it was uh at that time, it was the large largest privately owned uh American company, and oh you know, it, they were everywhere, they really were. And uh they keep changing names. Uh it was the Sinclair Golf Corporation, the Sinclair Consolidated Oil Corporation, blah blah blah, all that, and then it stuck the Sinclair Oil Corporation and uh so uh you saw him everywhere and uh in chicago they uh he also in chicago at the world's fair he was he was a sponsor they 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 exhibited a dinosaur exhibit there which is kind of cool to see that and uh they had like an anthropomorphic version, like real life, you know, pre-Jurassic Park. (laughs) And uh, people freaked out like that, but uh, I bet it was fun seeing that. Also, I mentioned another photo I had. uh, When they had a parade in Chicago in the 60s, uh, there was one where, it was front of Weebolt's department store, and there was a float, and they had the Sinclair dinosaur, which kind of looks cool. I like that. It was pretty. And then... uh, so, and, but then the, at the New York World Fair, they also had, an, he was sponsored again, and they had an exhibit called Dino Land. They did, they did the same thing, and they featured replicas of different, nine different dinosaurs, just like uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> so that was fun. And, uh, you know, that's kind of cool, I like that. Then uh, in 1969, um, something changed. And then it was uh, bought by the Atlantic Richfield Company, which is Arco. Do you remember that? Uh, Arco went out of business, but they're back. Because I uh, one day I went to the hospital uh, to do a, a blood test. Uh, there was a gas station on 34th Street in Harlem. They opened an Arco station. Yeah, I remember that in the 70s. And uh, they switched over from Sinclair to Arco. And then... Uh, I I think that's at the time where Sinclair left the Chicagoland area. I think that's what happened, and uh, so but they were elsewhere, out west mostly. And then, then I heard uh, they sold it to another company called Holly Frontier, and I don't know if they're going to keep the name. I have no idea. You know, I'm not sure. Maybe. And uh you know the 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 Sinclair dino he's a very famous mascot and uh he was uh featured in a lot of movies you know based on that he was in Toy Story he was in the movie Cars I love Toy Story and uh the funny thing do you remember the TV show Dinosaurs that was in the 90s I used to watch that the main character and the family was named Sinclair <laughs> I didn't get the connection back then but now it do it's funny like that and uh so you know people have fun and uh they had not just um you know toy dinosaurs i remember they had transistor radios i had found a cup i found a couple on ebay and also photos that looked nice and there were other promotional items at the time so that was fun like that okay so uh if you travel out west on vacation like This weekend, Memorial Day weekend, stop by a Sinclair gas station. You know, maybe there's a dino there. (laughs) He'll greet you. Who knows? Okay. That'll be all for today. Uh, I talked about my memories of watching Charlie Chan movies on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago. Also talk about the Sinclair Oil Corporation. A couple notes. Uh, Yesterday I went for my blood test also did an EKG and they want to do that because I'm having being operated on June 9th to remove a kidney stone, but I will see the doctor on June 1st. You know, he's going to explain everything. I'm not looking forward to it, but it's got to be done, you know, and uh, I had the test results emailed to me. Everything looks okay. Thank God. I feel fine. I'm doing well. Also one thing to note, um, you know, when you're an admin for a group or a page, uh, sometimes it's a thankless job. <laughs> it really is. Um, you get you get complaints from people. That's how it. That's how it is from social media. I had one particular guy, an older man. I don't know. He wouldn't. He was relentless. He wouldn't stop. You know. And he says, "Why are you doing this? Why won't you let me do this? This is a free country." Blah, blah. I'm, you know, Please. And he's calling me names. I mean. You got to stop that. People got to stop that. Just enjoy it. You know, life is short. You know, I posted that on my uh, profile. You know, that we, I know that things are bad. Gas prices are high. They talk about the politics, you know, all this violence and all that. Please, you know, I know that. But you got to concentrate on yourself and spend time with your family, your friends. Enjoy a hobby. You know, enjoy life. I am. It's wonderful. You know, I have a chance to do that after I'm a cancer survivor. Take every minute. Just enjoy it. It, Life is precious. You know, don't waste your time on negativity. And with negative people, it's not good. Not healthy. Okay. That'll be all for today. Uh, I might do a podcast episode tomorrow, possibly. And uh, I have to think about what I'm going to say. I'm sure it'll be fun. So this is Pika Costanis. I'm your host of Vanish Convent Stories, the podcast. And thank you again for joining me. Have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be beautiful and hot. And uh, so here is Ray Rayner with a lot, a lot of with some traveling music, saying bye bye for now and bye bye for me. Take care, everybody. So long. We have to go. Bye bye bye.